everyone, and welcome back to Experience Point Starfinder, your favorite queer Starfinder podcast. If you love our show, we hope you'll rate and review us on iTunes or wherever you consume your podcasts. Every review brightens our day and helps new listeners to find us. We don't pay to advertise any of the podcasts on the Experience Points Network, so we hope you'll recommend us to your friends and just about anyone. If you'd like to support us, we hope you'll consider joining our Patreon. We would be lost without our patrons. You keep our mics on and our dice rolling. We've got some great rewards, so check them out at patreon.com slash experience points. Welcome everybody Hello. to our Saturday stream for Starfinder. Hello. My name is Kenny. Uh, my pronouns are he, they, and I am your GM storyteller person. And with me is this amazing, fabulous cast. Hello. Kelrick, why don't you uh, introduce yourself? Hello, I am Kelric. My pronouns are he, him, and I am playing Thrawny Ecos, a Patra witch warper, and their pronouns are also he, him, and they have their trusty uh, tiny animal companion squawks named Shimsi, whose pronouns are she, her. And Steph? Hello, I'm Steph. My pronouns are she, her, and I will be pl playing Navu Paleglade, our... Oh my goodness. Now it's, it's, it's moved. It's no longer PB. It's me. <laughs> <laughs> I will be playing our Goran Salarian Navu Paleglade, whose pronouns are she, they. Uh, and Mackenzie? Um, hi, I am Mackenzie. I will be playing uh, Dr. Joe Pepper, our human celebrity doctor extraordinaire uh on paper she is a icon envoy but um yeah that's me and pb hi today i'm playing yi an ahsoki operative spacefarer uh who both mine and her pronouns are she her thank Woo! you for sticking around so we can kick off this next uh portion of the adventure um so let me change it to more appropriate music rather than this pew pew fighty music there's, there's so much tension right now so much tension <laughs> was there fighting did i miss it i mean y'all are doing something you know awesome and sort of akin to fighting i mean y'all were doing some tactical things and investigating and blowing panels open and twisting wires and going into the matrix it was great okay perfect uh so now that the mood is set uh let us uh jump back into it so you have arrived to bulwark plaza you have uh uh, entered the building uh, where Nibs uh, or where Teresa's apartment is, and um, Teresa looks exhausted, but kind of ushers everyone into the apartment, and she looks uh, at Nib and says, "Well, I'm I'm happy you made it out of there," and Nib kind of snaps back. I'm surprised you stopped working to come. Like, these personal things sound like you should deal with it. Luckily, the doctor is here, and she is amazing. I highly recommend her. 
And I put my hand on the small of your back, casting charming veneer and gently shove you forward. <laughs> and as I do so, I reach over to Navu and grab the captain thing and just stick it on, on your chest like, and step back. It's like, not for us. And we just go find a place to not be present for this conversation. And Terrest turns and looks at Dr. Joe and is like, oh, and this was a lovely surprise. I always am, so. Well, you are charming. I have to give you that. And uh, Terrest looks like she genuinely paid you a compliment. I'd genuinely take it, even if it wasn't genuine. <laughs> Neb looks to the two of you and kind of sighs and says, well, at least I know you both care. And she walks into Teresa's apartment. She sits down uh, at a the dining table and looks to the party and says, you all need to come and work for the Deep Cultures Institute. We have all of this evidence that points to all of these things that are happening right now. The psychic emanations from the sun. The blast that happened. Didn't you feel it? I'm looking around the room like she's like if who she's talking to. Because I'm just like, what did I do to give you the impression that this is something that I'm qualified for? <laughs> Uh, Navu in this instance, yeah, is stepping forward. Um, we were on Far Portal Station when the Far Portal shifted into the sun. Her, so, yes, we're aware. Her eyes kind of twinkle at that notice and grow a little bit larger. And, and she's like, oh, that's right. That happened before the psychic blast. Tell me yes. what happened. I want to know every detail. And her whiskers twitch. And, um... Well, there was a fire whale that came from the plane of fire that was <gasps> controlled by... I wasn't able to examine the collar, but it was similar to the one that I showed you. It was chasing the breath of embers. That's another Which, connection. Fascinating. Wait, and I'm that ship came from the plane of fire. <laughs> there, in recorded history that at least we're and aware of, we have it not had been taken over by beings wearing these collars. Uh, so yeah, uh, Nib just looks so excited. She's like, in in recorded history, nothing has ever emanated from the plane of fire that we can tell. This this portal was amazing such a travesty that it sunk into the sun yes very much so it was rather horrifying to watch what as what a scientist precipitated this we're not sure we had just returned the breath of embers to the station after um dealing with some our best guess are pirates we're not sure the man i mentioned tash had left a message on the ship that was badly garbled that mentioned he, and we were able to find that he was from Asana town. So someone had managed to go through the portal 
and come back, which according to the scientists on the station was impossible. They'd have no, they'd had no record of any ship returning before the breath of embers returned. I didn't get the chance to check if they had record of him leaving through the portal on a ship. This is but. interesting. This is very interesting. So many different little details that all point to the proof that we have here. Oh, if only real scientists, and she turns and kind of directs that point towards Teres, could actually see all of this connectivity, this proof. Now, there's no need to be crass. There is value in science as well as the esoteric. I understand that you and Teres have your histories that you ended in a bad place. However, being snide about it at this juncture will not help us move forward. Roll a... And dear God, I hope that all came through. It did, it did. <laughs> Roll a diplomacy <laughs> check. <laughs> okay. Joseph. <laughs> Is there a what for this? Did I have... Did Thani cast Charming Veneer on... No. I didn't say I did, but I did say so, in a previous episode that anytime I cast it on people, I do the whole team. So it's really up to Kenny whether that happens or not. But I'm laying down. I found a place to lay down because I was like, this is not my... Oh, I know. I was just wasn't <clears> sure <throat> if Thrawny had done that when they... Yeah, it's up I to Kenny sure whether that works. I just wasn't sure if had done that when they gave the captain post it. Okay. Kenny? Yeah, um, let's let's go ahead and say that um, that's in effect. I imagine that uh, Thrani knew that there'd be some conversations going on, and that uh, some some charming veneer would be helpful. It's a seventeen. Nib uh, looks to you, and um, her her face kind of softens a bit, and says, "You're right. You all are my saviors. You are akin to Iamide." Ugh. Thank you so much. And this is exactly why your skills would be perfect for the Deep Cultures Institute. You must promise me, at least consider working for us. Uh, oh, uh, what kind of what kind of rates uh, do we see? I mean, we, we're going to have a little bit of downtime after this, uh, you know? We have a ship that's being worked on. Uh, so I'm not terribly opposed. I just, you know... Well, what kind of, you know, money would be, would, you know, we be making there? Teresse kind of cuts in and says, your head's in the cloud again. What are they going to be able to do with the city on lockdown? And Nib kind of says, fine, you're right. Maybe we need to fix this problem first. <laughs> Maybe? There's no harm in looking to the ahead, but yes, we do need to release those who actually run Asana Town from these extremists. Is that why you asked me here? Well, I was just visiting. I knew you were in town, and I didn't know if Teres would be helpful, and you were always skilled. And she looks a little bit, oh, slightly bemused, but also a little bit embarrassed. (laughs) 
I just sort of like give her a, a give her kind of a look. Um, and I, I said, I, I am, you know, I am, but you also know, I, I, I sort of, I'm a lone wolf, if you will. I, I, I don't really attach myself. We've talked about this before. What, what do you think makes this different now? I wasn't proposing. That's not, that's, you know what I mean? I work alone. I have a brand. Okay. <laughs> she, <laughs> She looks like she wants to laugh. She doesn't. Her her whiskers kind of tilt upwards and her eyes strain forward just a bit. There's some information that might be helpful. It seems that your skills were good at getting this group into Checkpoint Labu. Maybe you would mind helping them? I can probably do that. I mean, are we... What's the goal? Are we going to go to the next place? Use that cop car to bust on through and get everybody else out? Is that the plan? or? Well, it's in another um, area. You'd have to take another line crawler. We'd have to check that that's running. But assuming that the line crawler is running to clear light, what I was going to tell you is that I overheard them talking about them holding uh, the the council people at a place called Horizon House. All right. And Navu intentionally sounds a little out of it. They're already like searching things on their rig to see if there's anything that they can find out about this sphere, if it's still operational, if the line crawlers are still up. Like, is there still a schedule out there for when the next one departs? Yeah, so um, going on to the Infosphere, you are able to determine um, that even though the line crawlers outside of Asana Town Inn are are locked off and no longer running, and traffic is no longer allowed out of Asana Town, uh, Clearlight is designated as a part of Asana Town, uh, and so the line crawler is running between the two um, uh, bubbles there. And looking up information on Horizon House, you found that uh, it is the government center of Asana Town, that the elected officials meet their town hall style to decide matters. All right. It appears that we would be able to get there, no problem. The line crawlers are still running. And Horizon House seems to be a sort of town hall. I don't know. Perhaps we can post something on the info smear to rally people to our cause. I mean, Major Tom did a fairly decent job of riling people up into a mob. Why not use it to our advantage as cover? I hate to put people in danger, but it would distract them. I mean, we don't <clears throat> we don't need a mass of people to to cause a distraction. True. If the majority <clears throat> of the organization is there, I'm not sure what the six of us could do. Uh, pew, pew, pew. What I think. <laughs> you say that for where you're laying down. Yeah. <laughs> Just <imagine. laughs> yep. think you're he's listening, through, he's listening through comms. He has a, we have open comms going. So we just Pretty say, much. Pew, pew, pew. 
Like that's what we bring to the table. Pew. Um, Nib Nib says, "Please, you all are so much more organized than any of the soldiers that I saw. I imagine y'all would be able to pretty effectively get in there and do what needs to be done." Yeah, we don't need to put... I mean, we saw what happened last time we put a bunch of strangers in a well, mob formation. We rather walked into that. But yes, I see your point. So, like, are we ready to go? I'll get up. and It's fine. Just a nap. I mean, the sooner the better before they have a chance to get organized and find out what's happening. Okay. Agreed. And come join and... We can use the... Okay. Um, we could use the police car to get us to the line crawler. Like, let's go. Doc, you coming with us? And I just give you, like total kitty eyes where it's just like surely you're coming <laughs> it's shimsy on your shoulder doing the same thing of course well they're more on my hip but yes i mean it doesn't seem like i can say no you know i did i'm a, i got free time i'm around you know and nib kind of turns and says you're certainly not leaving until this is done anyway i mean that's true Cool. So this is about as good a plan as we normally have. Let's go. Nib. <laughs> Directions. Um, Therese looks over at Nib and Dr. Joe and says, that drive was a lot to handle. I think I'm going to stay here, but I do want updates if you mind calling and, and just commenting and letting us know what's been going on. And Nib kind of looks at the party, too, and says, Yeah, I feel there's some things that we need to work out. Well, you, um, Teres, you have the readings that I gathered from the Breath of Embers and the Whale, as well as when the portal went into the sun. So perhaps the two of you can combine your intel and see if we can come to an understanding of what the hell's going on. They both These look... extremists are a little bit of a uh, distraction, as it were. <laughs> they both look exhausted at the suggestion of having to work together. <laughs> uh, but... Um... I will roll diplomacy if I have to. <laughs> Go ahead. I, I want to see how that comes across. <laughs> if we're about to start a revolution, you guys can work together. Right. Like, we're doing the heavy lifting here. Come on. <laughs> That's a 24 on the t on the table with that. Thanks for that charming veneer. <laughs> yeah, so um, Nib and Teres both almost sigh in unison. And Teres nods and Nib says, Do it for the deep cultures. Navu would actually rest a hand on um, Teresa's shoulder and just say, um, in the name of science. We're all scientists here. We all want to know what's going on. 
are all scientists. <laughs> and then I get to rest. At least the three of us are. <laughs> I have a degree, maybe. Awesome. Uh, so yeah, I, I imagine with that, um, Therese kind of excuses herself and goes into the back room. I imagine Nib takes her seat at the dining table as you all exit the building. All right. Yeah, let's hop in that car and let's go free some village elders. <laughs> what, what <laughs> I don't give a shit. Uh, council members <laughs> council i was sleeping what's the difference council member village elder i mean come on oh goodness <laughs> wow <laughs> as kenny pointedly i'm just gonna flip through my ap <laughs> not taking any of my husband's sass <laughs> story of our lives all right <laughs> okay <laughs> So you all are navigating to the line crawler station. You all have entered part three of this AP. Congratulations. Hooray. I'm guessing that does not level us. <laughs> uh, it does not. There's some fancy math that has to happen and lots of things is, need to get is, put in. And what? Is it because I we wish. didn't get the Doshko? Would the Doshko have done it? You know, there are... There, <laughs> There's a lot of factors that go into calculating XP and that was uh, automatic leveling. We would have gotten five levels if we had. <laughs> yeah. I've read AP before. <laughs> <laughs> and this is why I'm I, I miss milestone leveling. Yeah. So much. I barely touched level two. I would be like I'd be dead if I went to level three. <laughs> All right. I'm, I'm just hoping we're not dead. <laughs> That's true. So where are we going? What are we doing? Uh, All right. So, um, yes, you, you make it to Clearlight Station. Uh, roll some perception for me. Oh, good. Still a nine sub ten. Perfect. I get an eleven. Nice 20. Yeah. Awesome. Um, with that 20, uh, looking out the windows of I the... Got a 12. You got a 12? Okay. Yeah. Um, with the 20, Yi notices uh, out the windows of the cruiser. Um, as you're passing by a lot of the um, barricades and the uh, checkpoints that are um, constructed that the people, um, the Sunrise Collective Soldiers and the um, Bronze Dragon representatives, um, they are kind of looking tired. They're looking maybe a little distracted, um, just not all together there. Looks like fascism is getting them a little bit sleepy out there. I had a sleeping draft. Like, like, tired, tired, like a little bit of quote incense would put them to sleep. 
Maybe. It's looking like they're on their second 18-hour shift. That's how tired they look. Ah. That could be cool. I, I feel like we got this. Doctor, like, Doctor, you can talk us through anything if people are sleepy. It'll be cool. Let's go. Apparently, yeah, yeah. Um, so, Charming yes. Veneer all around. Just as I was about to say, the party has reached the line crawler station into clear light. They, what are y'all going to do with the police cruiser? It's pretty much uh, a, a foot walk up to the the station. Um, so you have some options. You can either park it in full view of the Sunrise Collective soldiers. You can try to stash it and then walk up as whatever you choose to. Stash. Like, y'all, it's been long enough that they probably have been told that a cruiser was stolen. So maybe, maybe we don't drive up. That looks like a good place over there to the right. Sure, Thrani. Good oh. enough place for any. Awesome. And but how do we want to approach? Do we want to pretend to be other people? Do we want to try to sneak? Is that even possible? I I like the confidence routine we did. Like just just roll with it. Roll some culture. I got a twenty-one. Ooh. I got a eight. Oh yeah, you got a got twenty sixteen. So hey, you got a twenty six. Me too. Oh, okay. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's very cultured. Um, as Thrunny suggests, uh, the confidence routine. Uh, Doctor Joe kind of looks around and sees that um, there are people uh, readily approaching the checkpoint, and. The, the guards there seem to kind of just be giving people a cursory once over and just kind of moving people along. It, it seems that for whatever reason, this checkpoint is easier to pass through. This checkpoint looks a lot more chill than the others. I'm that's sure weird. that's really bad news, but I really want to be able to get back to our ship and leave. So let's just roll with it. Cool. Good. Let's go. Cool. I'm gonna grab the captain's badge and just put on myself because I'm like, I had an idea. I feel good about me. Hooray! <laughs> it's a thrawny day. It is. Everything's coming up thrawny. And yeah, I head right to the thing and just saunter on by if possible. Just like do do. Uh, I've got music going. Sort of. As as you approach. Um, one of the soldiers, um, there, there's a small queue. There's like two or three people. You see uh, another Lishenton person kind of go through into the station. Um, and then you do see like uh, a Kasothan person uh, walk up and like one or two questions was asked. And then they uh, were waved on through without even like a, a search. So as you just try to kind of approach, um, do you, you do just try to walk through? Uh, I wait my turn, my my turn in the queue, and then I just, if they don't stop me, I just walk through. Um, they they kind of do. Um, someone holds their hand up. They're they're kind of tired, but they see that you're just approaching and walking, and like, uh, what's your business? Like, pleasure. 
Can you be more descriptive? Well, I can, if you would like. Yeah, pleasure is a very generic term, means a lot of things. We're going to meet some friends in the other sphere. Uh, okay, roll some bluff checks. I do not feel like this is something that I am involved in. We all rolled um, Just Thrani and uh, Nabu. Oh. All right. Got a 14. So okay. that's good enough to assist. Sure. Let's see how this goes. And a roll. It's uh, uh, 19. Hey. It was a 21. And uh, tell me about, like, are you publicly wearing your weapons? Have you, do you have them stowed? Definitely Goodness, no, they're stowed. stowed. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Ye's perpetual trench coat of holding. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, so as soon as Navu prompts me about a party, it, <laughs> my brain unfreezes and I'm just like, uh, yeah, we're going to like a party at a friend's house and it's like their birthday. And so I, I'm super excited about it. And, you know, it's, it's going to be a nice intimate affair. Okay. One of them looks at the party and then one of them looks at Yi specifically and says, Oh, you must be headed to Whisker House. Okay. That makes a lot of sense. And um, they they pass by. Uh, they they kind of separate and be like, "Well, come on, follow them through." Sure, Whisker House it is. I didn't know that's where we we're going, but now we're going to Whisker House. Navu will say quietly into the comms. That was a little racist, wasn't it? I want to do a culture check to see if I've ever heard of Whisker House. Literally, this entire story blogging. is about a bunch of racists. Why is this one shocking? <laughs> it's not, but it's just one of those, like, yeah. everything in her not to smash your face in. I got a 24. So tell us about Whisker House. What is this? Um, so it's, it's an actual union uh, of line crawler operators that uh, owns an apartment uh, living complex there. They uh, are valuable to the city founders and the counselors, and they have basically a commune there. And it is it is legitimately called Whisker House. So it's not like just a Yasoki thing. Um, majority Yasoki. Gotcha. But Whisker House <laughs> is not a nickname it got because they're primarily Yasoki. It was already called that. Correct. Okay, off we go. Awesome. Uh, so you get into the line crawler station. A line crawler car pop uh, comes through, uh, and it's a, a bit smaller than the one that you took uh, over from Dawn Shore to Asana Town. You're able to um, uh, to go on through, and it takes you know several minutes to depart from uh, Asana Town over to um, uh, to Clear Light. What are y'all doing on the uh, on the line crawler? Perception check first. See if it's a line crawler or a subway to jail. 
I'd like to do a sense motive, actually, uh, to that same uh, similar effect. Not natural 20. Okay. Noted. It's an 11. Okay. No, you, uh, nothing that seems nefarious here. Everything kind of seems oddly straightforward. Then I will rest. Just sit down and chill. Okay, perfect. I do not care about that. I want to go. This is huge. One second. I don't know how long the village elders will live, so let's take care of them. I just like calling Village it. elders. That's what I like. That's the title I like. <laughs> don't inject your high fantasy into my sci-fi. You're going to try us for witchcraft pretty soon. Well, I actually am a witch warper, so... <laughs> We're going to throw water see if you sink or swim yeah i like to think they're called village elders in like twenty thousand of the realities i can see and so that's what's just overlaying this every mistake i make is going to be made based off of these things <laughs> so you approach your you uh, get to the line crawler station on the clear light side and you exit and you see a um a large building it looks very uh, official like like you know, a capital building, which it is. Uh, it stands in a park at the center of Clear Light. Has manicured ground separating it from shops and homes of the rest of the neighborhood. But the structure is a mystery, even to the people who uh, are there. Uh, already standing empty and ancient when the Lashunta arrived. So I imagine you looked up this information um, before you arrived here, and Nib was very quick to point that out. Uh, as as some proof of the deep cultures in the sun, it it looks kind of eerie because um, the grounds in the park are devoid of people. And this is the uh, Horizon House. We see it as soon as we get off the line crawler. Uh, you see a park um, in the center of the park, uh, a ways away. You see the the building. Yes. Mm. Is there like an obvious way? in like would be be in like plain view of us just walking up to this place yeah um so there's a a main entrance in the center the there's like a portico um type entrance well let's go i like this is place than the people though right like there's like the council members and the people are a different place or are they all in this building they uh from what Nib said, that they're all being held there. Oh, okay. I thought there were two separate areas. Okay. Then yeah, let's go on. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm ready. Let's do this. I mean, it's, it, if, we need, if we need to cover, it's not pretend that I'm a doctor, so I could just say I'm here to be a doctor for these people. I don't know. If they're keeping them prisoner and keeping them alive, it's you can assume they want them healthy so that they don't lose information, pile bodies up. You know, I could just be a doctor. I am a doctor. So I, I, I am a doctor. But. <laughs> Absolutely. But I could, I could just really flex my doctor muscles. I thought they were going to say your doctorate. <laughs> and, my, and my doctorate. And my doctorate that I earned. Uh, perfect. So, um, so you approach the building uh, in the front and center uh, where the portico is. Uh, you see the sparkling steps that lead up to a column portico shading several doors. 
The east and west, the glimmering white building sprawls out in two symmetric wings. The west one is shaped to accommodate a massive orrery that stands amidst a circle of low benches. Uh, you see a person uh, standing there. And um, as you arrive uh, forward, uh, they say, This area is closed by the Order of the Sunrise Collective. Trespassers will be shot. This is your only warning. We are perception here. <laughs> see the only one there? Yeah, roll perception. As <clears throat> they're rolling perception, Dr. Pepper will, be, will say, We are here on orders from the Sunrise Collective, I'll have you know. Right. 10, 11, and ye with the 24. (laughs) Ye, you get a feeling that, um, you get the oddest feeling that something, um, that a presence is hiding, uh, above the ceiling of the porticos. Or in in the ceiling above the entrance. Well, that's fun. Oh. Oh. Okay. I see. I, I, I see where you're going with this. Okay. I'm like, oh, okay. I'll look over to Thrawny and I'm like, I'm pretty sure, in like a low voice where the dude away from us isn't really listening to me, I'm pretty sure there's uh, some cool stuff up in the ceiling that will definitely probably murder us. Oh, like, I don't like murder when it happens to me. No. It, any idea any idea what it is? Like either it's people that are gonna come down on ropes as a trapdoor opens and just like brr us, or they want more high tech with it and they have like turrets or something. Maybe like a maybe a bomb. Honestly, I'm going more with turrets, but Well I mean, now that we know can we... Is there, like, a way around it? Is there a way around it? It doesn't appear so. The building is fairly monolithic um, in that it uh, there's a large facade on the front area. The portico seems to be the main entrance. Um, well, is there any response to um, Dr. Pepper's statement? Yeah, uh, roll a bluff. Don't forget your plus one. 29. Boom. Ooh. All right. <laughs> I love and a skill. That's so sexy and fun. Uh, with your 29, um, let's see. Like, we're level two. If 29 doesn't make, we got problems. <laughs> well, yeah. I did have that one where I rolled really well, and then Mims got like a 49. I don't even know. Like <laughs> That was ridiculous. With the 29, um, they say, let me check. You wait here. And um, they open the door uh, and go into the building. What are they going to check? check? Nothing to check. Check and there's nothing to check. Yep, so they, they make their way into the building and they close the door affirmatively behind them and you hear a a, a lock engage. Hmm. Did you figure out what was in the ceiling? Are we in imminent danger? I'm assuming we're in imminent danger. 
I Let feel like it's like if we get too close, something's going to lower from the ceiling and just start wrecking us. The fact that he said they'll shoot on sight is proof that this is their most fortified location, most likely. Can I do something as a bit of an experiment? And this has to go with the idea that I have an apple, <laughs> my, an apple in my pocket for no reason. Huh? All right. I just say, I pull this out and I say, an apple a day. And I want to lean down and I just want to roll the apple like forward towards the door and see if it triggers anything. Okay. Yeah, so you roll the apple forward and give me a... Here, your strength is a plus zero, so just just roll d twenty for me. A uh, twelve. Okay, yeah, um, you're effectively able to kind of roll the the apple forward. Um, I, I imagine that uh, y'all are near the steps to the to the um, main entrance, so I imagine Doctor Joe kind of kneeling down, putting the uh, the apple on the ground, and just kind of rolling it towards the front doors. It rolls forward and kind of just rocks to a stopping location about five feet from the, the doorway entrance and rests there. Well, now it's just going to look weird. <laughs> well, maybe it'll uh, when they walk back out. Who knows? Let me help with this. Let's go weird. And I dig in my backpack and I pull out one of the um, skin suits that we have because we have like four of them. So there's a, a <laughs> equipment called second skin. And That's it. <laughs> thank you. It's not a skin suit. That I sounds like, weird. Really? Okay. Listen, in reality, three, five, seven, nine, it's a skin suit. So <laughs> excuse me. And so I'll pull that out. And then I want to cast psychokinetic hand to hold it by the collar and move that closer so that it is basically person sized just walking forward all on its own with my psychokinetic hand. <laughs> Fancy. All right. So How long did I do use psychokinetic hand as a spell. Come on. <laughs> no, that's very fair. <laughs> uh, one moment, please. We have four. <laughs> we can handle these credit loss if, if it gets destroyed. It's fine. Yeah. Uh, to hear from the corner, a impish looking creature drops from the ceiling and rushes forward to attack the suit um go ahead and roll some initiative for me are they on ropes am i at least half right on that one like they just sound like <laughs> mi6 you know um uh, culture to figure out what the fuck they also? have they have wings <laughs> that culture so to figure out what the fuck yeah 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 go ahead so is this something I can have advantage on because of Why? one of my spells? It allows me to summon, what can I summon? I can summon an elemental magical beast native to another plane, an outsider, uh, also extra planar constructs. Okay, um, so yeah, roll 2d20s and give me the better. All right. Actually, no, yeah, so I'll give you an 18. A, a flat plus five. How about that? Okay, sure. And, and you got a, a what? 18. 18? Okay. And it was a culture check? Yeah. Ah. Uh, 
Well, there's a nat one for you, but it's Ooh. still 13. <laughs> um, I will give uh, Steph one question, and for the viewers and for players, this is what it looks like. Are we fighting an imp? Is that your question? <laughs> <laughs> no! Because I'll answer it for you. Like you said it was an imp. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. I That's still just... You want me to ask a question? I have a million questions, Kenny! Uh, like, what the hell? What is it weak to? What, what what kind of... Oh my gosh. What is there resistance to? Anything. <laughs> oh god, I don't want to die. <laughs> What's the fastest way to kill it? Oh, let's see here. Given that question, what I'll say is... If you boot me on the snoot, I swear to God. You have heard uh, through research that extraplanar devil-type creatures uh, may have some immunities in the realm of fire and poison and some resistances either acid or cold oh shit okay wasn't expecting that resistance to cold oh jeez yeah i only have cold and uh and yeah that's not fair <laughs> like this entire module everything's resistant to fire uh, now basically... it's resistant to both <laughs> Yeah, no, I mean, basically, electricity is the only thing not listed, so hope someone's got arc pistols. Well, and, you know, analog rounds. And uh, yes, there's that. Yee. <laughs> Yee's got this. <laughs> it's all up to you. And my sword. Do we yeah, have my... an initiative all set up? Uh, yeah, not we will initiative for them. Nice. Wonderful. Um, and... Dr. Joe, do you want to roll your initiative or do you want me to roll it for you? Uh, whatever. If it's, it's, it's easier because it puts it on to Fantasy Grounds. You roll it, right? Yeah. I assume okay. that'll be easier for the long run. Wonderful. Um, so, Navu, uh, you get to act first. Okay. Um, seeing that thing come down and attack that. Level 1 Graviton. First of all. Um, Nebu also would have shared with the party what you've already told us, but I don't want to take away time from combat to <clears throat> reiterate. <laughs> um, and is gonna throw a. I'm sorry? And uh, I'm going to throw a grenade at it. Okay. I don't know why it keeps saying I'm out of ammo. I am not. That's nine. Yeah. That just misses. Uh, so, dear, where you chucked it at it? Um, so the grenade bounces onto the entryway, far enough away from the imp that it isn't caught in the blast. Ooh. Alright, but it also does not catch any of y'all in the blast. For whatever reason, I'm unable to get you all onto the map. Okay. We will do this the best way that we can. That's fine. Okay, um, so now it is Shimsi's turn. 
Shimsi will do nothing. Shimsi okay. will stay safe in my pack and do nothing. Fantastic. It is then Yi's turn. I am uh, gonna catch an angle on this thing. And I am gonna use the arc pistol because I got it recently and I uh, know that everything in this place is resistance to fire so laser pistol is not my thing in this one and I do other things like trick attacks here fantastic right? yes. so that is stealth yep roll that see Ooh. something with that 21 uh, trick attack roll you just it still knows where you are. It, you didn't kind of fool Ooh. it doing your, your fading away. Uh, so the trick attack did not work, but you can still um, do a regular attack on it. All right. Uh, is it this one? Wonderful. Like, I'm proficient. So. Uh, you are definitely proficient. So um, that is a 23. And oh. that absolutely beats their uh, EAC. A. For five points of damage. Perfect. Alright, it is now Thrawny's turn. Um Thrawny is going to drop the armor <laughs> using the psychokinetic hand. And they are uh, not taking a move action, so I guess they can shoot twice, is that correct? Uh, if you want to do a full attack, yeah. Yeah, so I will do that with my semi-auto. Okay, so you are proficient. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why it's doing this. Okay, uh, so you have a 16 on one and an 8 on another. The 16 hits, uh, so go ahead and roll damage. Three. Take that, sucker. All right. Uh, uh the whole time we are doing this, I am looking at this creature intently. Like I am, I am spending a lot of concentration trying to memorize what this little thing looks like. Okay, that's fine. And it uh, is on its turn. Let's see here. It is going to. Uh, chuck a grenade towards Yi. Oh dear! And this I'll do. Thing has yes. Oh. I did not see grenades in that picture, or I would have had a very different response. <laughs> How far away is the creature? Uh, the creature is. Um, you all are within thirty feet of it. Yeah. Um, so you're fairly close range. It. Uh, manages to get the grenade where it wanted to to uh, to impact on Yi, and that explodes for one d six of damage. Um, so roll a Dex save, Yi. Dex save. Mm -hmm. uh, so that would be a reflex save. Sorry. Ooh. Okay. So um, you are hit for two points of damage. It flutters its wings and flies closer in towards the doors and is now just about 45 feet away from y'all. 
And now it is Dr. Joe's turn. So it's like resistant to both of my guns. Is it possible to do a full attack with two grenades? <laughs> no. <laughs> you can just chuck imagine. one grenade. I pull the pins with my teeth. And I, just... <laughs> I love it. Uh, that's a good yeah. question, though. Um, yeah. yeah, no. No, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I forgot. Did we say it was like, it was like immune to frost? Or resistant to frost? Immune resistant. to fire, immune to poison, resistant to cold. Best I got is frost. But I think I have to... It's my. I looked it up just now. The range is 40, so I have to move a little closer to it. It'll still be in the blast radius if you aim for the spot in front of it and the DC is lower. Yep. So it's better to not aim for it specifically, but aim for a square next to it where there's no one because hitting that spot is apparently easier. Yeah. Okay. It'll still be within yeah. blast radius and you'll be fine. I will do that. I will try to frostily subdue it. Perfect. That's the third thing. frosty. 13 uh, actually still works. Uh, they will do a reflex save to see if uh, it hits. Uh, reflex 12. I'm going to say it still hits, uh, so go ahead and roll damage. That is a 2. <laughs> the the frost seems to lit on the skin of, of, the, uh, of the imp and doesn't seem to uh, rile it any. There's like a smoke cloud of the cold that's just kind of hanging in the air and it whooshes away. It is now Nabu's turn. Okay, um, that'll be Graviton level 2. Okay. And our Salarian is going to move closer to it and pull out her tactical spear and go to Stabby Stabby. Okay. Plus one to that because that's a plus four on the spear for some reason. Oh, sweet God in heaven. Now I'm getting the bad rolls. That's a nine. All right. I don't think that hits. You go to stab the imp and it um, just dodges out of the way uh, as the spear pierces through the remaining cloud of frost that's in the air. And now it's Shimsy's turn. Still hanging out. You are muted. Um, is there would it be a perception check for Shimsy to see if there are grenades still on this thing's person yeah you could do that let's see what's the ability stat that goes with that int whiz great alright so that's a 16 uh, it does not look like uh, there are any other grenades on this imp. All right. If if Shimsy doesn't see any weapons or grenades or anything, Shimsy's just going to stay put. Okay. Uh, it is now <sighs> Yi's turn. I am going to try to shoot it again. Trick attack, sh shoot it, and then shoot it again. Perfect. Uh... Ooh. So yeah, your 29 uh, stealth for the trick attack uh, is very effective. And a 15 for your attack hits. Sweet. 
Alright, so that is a 3 damage. And roll your d4, I believe, for your trick attack. Okay, I'm assuming this was a d4. Oh, that was... Okay, four points. And it is flat-footed. Add that. Hey. Nice. So, Navu is... What a like is this? Is it is it would it be termed as a humanoid or like I I, I don't know what this is. You said it was a devil, Kenny? It is um so is classified as a devil, evil, extraplanar, lawful. Tiny outsider. Is it a humanoid? <laughs> Uh, it is not humanoid. It is presenting as a flying, impish-looking creature. Yeah, devils aren't usually humanoid. No, it is okay. not. Well, like... I feel like things are going to get worse before we get through this, so... Let's try... I'll just try and hit it with an en uh, energy ray. Okay. Oof. Oof. Uh, what is with these rolls? That is a miss. Unfortunately. All right. Yeah, rolling a four is not going to do it. And Thrawn is just honestly confused by this thing. Like, what on, what on the sun are we looking at? Why is this here? As you're looking at the creature, um, some wounds that were on its skin seem to close a bit and the uh any bleeding has stopped oh no i don't like that and it looks at navu and growls uh as its tail raises into the air and lashes out at them uh does a 13 hit your kac awesome nope 14 kac so the tail whips past Navu's head and the imp hisses as the tail retracts back and it will try to scrabble away um, climbing up the wall. Uh, so if you want to roll uh, an attack of opportunity, you are open to. Of course I will. Come on now. I am a melee fighter. Of course I'm going to roll an attack of opportunity. That was a 19, do you? That hits. So go ahead and roll your damage. <laughs> Two. Oh. <laughs> uh, but it's piercing. Yep. Uh, damage is taken. <laughs> Boo is. Okay. It's okay. Just wait till my next turn, bitch. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, Alright, so it is now Dr. Joe's turn. <laughs> ah, this is so hard. Um, so, it's crawling up the wall now, so if I try to shoot up my subduer again, it won't, it won't hurt Navu? Correct. It's uh, about 10 feet uh, above Navu and 5 feet back on the wall in the corner. 
Okay, I'll try that. I assume full round means I just use both of my, like, my move and my attack. Yeah, I'll just do two then. That's correct. Cool. I'll do that. Uh, one's a six and one's a 21. The 21 hits. Um, there are some minuses involved with the full uh, full attack, but whatever those are, the, the 21 hits. <laughs> so go ahead and roll your uh, damage. That's one point. All right. Cold. It, it the the bullet definitely impacts on the on the imp, but um, it just seems to kind of just be there. Um, it, it disappears rather quickly. Uh, okay. Yep. <laughs> I don't have much other than like this thing, because I was told it was a mean a lot of heat resistant thing, so I was like, yeah, I'll bring the cold. As far uh, as no, the GM knew at the time. <laughs> You might suddenly yeah. find a, a more effective weapon in your in your backpack here in a moment. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It's, uh, oh, okay, on. It is now uh, Navu's turn. Do it, do it, do it. You, Kimmy, you know what I'm gonna say. Mm. Fort save and then a deck save. Fantastic. So let's see here. Let me get back. Three. Fort first. Fort save. Does a 15 work? Fuck. Yes. Okay. My save is a 13. Oh. Okay, so it rolled a 14 plus Level one. Level two sucks. And so <laughs> what happens um, is you begin sucking in the energy around you and uh, as the area darkens and your black hole um, starts triggering and so the wind changes and there is uh, debris kind of swirling around leaves the trees even lean, lean inward from just outside the imp grab uh sinks its claws into the wall as it lets out a slight shriek as it's sort of dangling off of the wall with its claws just kind of hanging in um until the effect stops and the swirling and the wind dies down can I still stab at it? Um, I'm gonna say no. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you can. That's right. This is a that's a free action. So yeah, yeah, you're right. Yes, absolutely. You can try to stab at it. <laughs> like, but it's a free action. You are correct. I was just double checking. Apologies. Like, it, it took me a minute. <laughs> How many nines are we gonna get rolling against this thing? I'm so done. I'm so done. All right. Your tank is useless. Don't even count, Shimsy. Hey, so Shimsy is still in the pack. She is. Just staying safe. All right. E. All right. I'm going to do the same. That's not fair. Right. I'm going to do the same thing. Trick attack. Mm. Yep, the 21 and doesn't quite work for the trick, then but I'm going to shoot it. Perfect. Uh, yeah. So with that, you um, definitely hit. Oh, nice. Six damage. Okay. 14 will hit against TAC, and six damage is pretty good. Okay, uh, and so the, it arcs around and uh, envelops the creature, and it, it 
kind of uh, convulses and screams out, Ronnie. I am going to try and shoot it with a semi-auto. Two twelves equals here. It's here. So you get plus fours on those. So nine. Those would be thirteens each. So uh, they meet. So they both hit. Oh, sweet. Okay. First set of damage is three, and second set of damage is six. So that's nine points of damage total, which apparently is partially resisted. Awesome. Yes. Still laid down nine points of damage. Yep. Not bad. On its turn, you see it disappear. Oh, fuck. Well, I don't like that. No, no, I do not like that. That's not good. And you hear skittering, and it seems to have just gone away. Uh, if you all want to roll perception checks. Are the doors open? Uh, doors are not open. Okay. I rolled Nick I rolled a natural one. Okay. With, with 12. The, the 19 and the 21, you don't sense it in the area anymore. And ye, you even noticed that um, some of the trees and the bushes along the side of the, of the area were kind of bending and rustling as you noted that it kind of just kind of ran away. Well, that's probably not a good thing to have out of, you know, uh in the wild but it's not here anymore so uh, like i can get fucked and as you are contemplating your uh survivability and life choices this is the perfect place to end for today oh my goodness that dude's gonna come back out we have to act natural <laughs> yeah i'm gonna go pick up my suit for sure <laughs> put that back in the bag but the apple can't hang we out there and we're like that guy just died <laughs> <laughs> evaporated it just came out of nowhere huh the ace up the sleeve is no longer there I'm just like Nabu Nabu come back get back here and I'm just like <laughs> trying I'm just like casually holding my arm over where the damage that grenade did to me <laughs> like, so Oh yeah, yeah there's this still the ice grenade inside too. I'm just like, this is just how I stand, you know. This is a. That was just casually like sweeping it with her, with their foot as they're walking back over. Oh yeah, Therani is like ah, token spell cleaning, token spell cleaning. Yes, token spell. Clean, clean, clean. <laughs> everything's fine. It's, everything's fine. I go pick up my apple. Just have a little fight with <laughs> <laughs> Mage had the apple and just fling it at you. <laughs> token spell, token spell. I'm not awesome. taking time here. <laughs> so thank you all so much for joining us today. Um, I'm super excited to resolve this portion of the story and uh, see what happens uh, with this party. This has been so much fun. I really, really appreciate all and uh, all the. Uh, Fun details you bring into this world. Uh, so let us uh, do our sign off, uh, and we'll start with Kelrick. Hello, I am Kelrick, and 
and you can find me here every other Saturday and on alternating Sundays, I am running a Numenera campaign with Kenny and a couple other people who are really awesome. And that actually runs at pretty much the same time as this. And we're, we're talking about transitioning it over to a, a live stream like we have here. On Monday nights, you can find me on the, uh, the Beholder's Eye channel doing a pig smoke game, which is powered by the apocalypse. And I get to play a super, super snarky teacher who actually sounds a lot like Dr. Pepper. <laughs> so that was a nice callback. It's been real hard not to take on that way of speaking this whole game. <laughs> super cool. Uh, and that's about it for now, but that's, I think that's enough. It's really fun. Awesome. At Cormelon and at the, at EQ points when I get my new phone fixed. <laughs> Thanks, Kelrick and Steph. Yeah, I'm Steph. You can find me on Twitter at Steph underscore Bard. Um, on November 2nd, you will actually catch me at Gamehole Con. And if folks find me and say hi, I may actually have some Starfinder patches that I commissioned to hand out to folks. So, you know, keep watch for me on the dealer's floor. And I've also got some other fun things coming down the pike that I can't quite announce yet. But keep watch on my Twitter for when the, I'm able to talk about it. It's, it's some fun things coming down the pike. Awesome. That's exciting. I can't wait to find out what you have going on. Uh, and Mackenzie. Uh, hey, yeah, I'm Mackenzie. You can catch me or find me at Mackenzie Wilkes on uh, Twitter and Instagram. Uh, mostly I'm on Twitter. I'm not as much of an Instagrammer right now. Um, but uh, obviously I'm here every other Saturday um, as well as uh, every other Wednesday. A podcast I'm in called Dungeons Dice and Everything Nice releases. Um, a lot of content uh, there's a lot of we've been recording a lot of very fun one shots recently one of which I DM'd so our Halloween one shots coming out so that's very exciting and, and silly um, and then we're figuring out what our editing capabilities are but on most Wednesdays I also do uh, there's also a stream I do called Rise of the Demigods uh, twitch.tv slash godsfall or at demigodsfall on Twitter those are kind of my shows other than that, I do, uh, if you check my Twitter out, I do a decent amount of live shows coming up in Chicago and the greater Chicagoland area with Dungeons Dice and everything nice. So if you want to come say hi in real life, I am doing a bunch of random shows all over Chicago. So come say hi. Awesome. And uh, now, now I wish I were living in Chicago. <laughs> uh, and uh, PB. Uh, hi, I'm PB from at PB Plays Inside, where you can find me on Twitch, Twitter, and Instagram. I do variety streaming over on my channel, um, and also the occasional fun practice on fantasy map making. Am I doing anything else? Really? You just, you know, come hang out on Twitter, see what there is to see. I, you know, occasionally ask a fun question that I like to just get answers to, like, what color is chartreuse? Because I definitely thought it 100% remember it being a different color. But apparently in real, in this world, it's a different color. So like we out here. <laughs> it's green, by the way, apparently. <laughs> Not maroon, <laughs> which is weird. Awesome. Thanks, PV. 
Um, and uh, again, my name is Kenny. You can find me on Twitter at PunderDrone. Uh, for everything experience points, please, please, please follow us at EQ Points. Uh, that is where we do all of our announcements and uh, all of our uh, fun uh, things and and uh, stuff. Again, I sincerely appreciate you joining us uh, today, and we look forward to streaming with uh, this wonderful cast in the future. Uh, Take care for now, and we will see you next time. Bye. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to Experience Point Starfinder. If you're looking for more TTRPG podcasts in your life, we recommend checking out our sister podcast, Roll to Fail. There are six friends who have no business behind the mic or rolling dice. If you like what we've created, then you should check out the other two podcasts on our network. Cuminera, an adventure utilizing Numenera, releases every other Friday. This unlikely team is working for the Order of Truth to help communities under the influence of the strange and weird effects of Numenera. Pun Times is a collection of short-run TTRPGs. Our first season is a horror system called Slasher that utilizes fake core and is now available as a monthly podcast. Keep watching our Twitter for when we finally reunite to stream our finale. You can easily find all of our Experience Points podcasts on our website, experiencepoints.com. Until next time, adventure hookers!